Good morning, troublemakers. It's Wednesday, January 9th, February 9th. <laughs> I'm living in last <laughs> month still. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. A crypto heist and Wall Street Journal dealers. I just messed it all up, so who cares? Let's bounce. They stop and stare when they see me. If it once, no need to repeat. Run up on me, watch you fall to your knees. He doesn't miss the drop often, but when he does, he admits it. What I do. I have to call myself out. It is a pet peeve of mine. It's the it's the the wrong month. <laughs> Yesterday was a complete gotcha. complete blur. So I like I needed to go to bed early last night and wake up early today to feel like I had some semblance of normalcy in my life today. Right. Um, I, did, I did the same exact thing. It was like nine thirty. I was like, click. There goes the light. Let's go. You know, with with um, Kyle and I both have a lot of things going on. Um, and we've really turned into a SOTU over the last 60 days, and it's just ramping up in intensity, and there's going to be a lot more coming. So uh, trying to find the equilibrium and doing that, I mean, like, can you imagine if this is what we did all day long? Well, we kind of are, kind like, of. <laughs> like seven, set them out of, seven out of the 13-hour workday, you know, seven right. or eight of those hours are a SOTU right now. Um, but we have some fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, first of all, you know, we, we announced yesterday that... Uh, you know, um, cars.com or cars acquired AccuTrade. And Friday, we are going to have Alex Vetter on the show. So uh, big thanks to his PR team for uh, making some space for us and, and getting that working out. So we'll have Alex Vetter here live on Friday. Make sure you tune in. It'll be sometime between 8, 8.30 and 9 a.m. Eastern like usual. And, uh, you know, it'll be posted everywhere else. Or if you're listening on the podcast, it'll just be there when you want it. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, I'm excited about chatting with him. It, he's always good for great conversation. And um, just to get some insight on what that means, you know, I think, you know, the the, the PR and, and what goes out on Auto News or on PR Newswire kind of has the like, this is what happened, right? Sterile, and right. Yeah, just I'm, I'm excited to kind of go like, this is why this is a really good move for cars, for AccuTrade, for the customer, for the dealer, because I think that's one thing that Alex constantly keeps in mind is how are all those parties served well? Yes. And so I'm, I'm intrigued to, to kind of get that drawn out from that conversation. Uh, also want to uh, thank so many people for sharing the email. If you don't know, we have a yeah. daily email that's going out every single day. Lots of people are opening it. And if you share the email, you actually win some really cool swag. We were ordering a bunch of swag yesterday. We have more to do today. Stickers and notebooks and t-shirts and hats. Um, and so for the people who are sharing it, and the referrals are starting to, to crank up. Thank you so much. If you haven't shared it yet, do it. It's actually a lot of fun. You can see who you share it with and like whether or not they sign up. It's a ton of fun. Kyle built an awesome tech stack so that uh, you can you can all watch and follow it. it it's just a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I yeah. got one yesterday and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that. No, it is. It's fun. We kind of gamified it a little bit and and we may do some fun things with, with that in the future. But uh, really the hope is, is that you share it with other people that uh, whether they're like-minded or not, like getting everybody kind of being on the same page with a lot of things, what we, what we recognize is that just the 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 access to news and and things happening in in the industry or outside of the automotive industry is really low and so we just want to provide that access at a free level uh, to anyone so whether it be you know a dealer executive or a salesperson or a lube tech or whoever it is that's a really easy way to just kind of have that every single day oh i know what's going on i know what's coming you know uh, and hopefully you get to laugh a little bit at some some uh, curated gifts i had a designer yesterday uh, uh, just say to me, not even like specifically in automotive. She's like, I read the whole email yesterday. 
she was like, I felt so much smarter when I was done. She goes, and it was really fun to read. It was so good. I was like, I told Kyle, we're like, yes, hit the yeah. mark, hitting the mark. Um, we have Pitch Tank today. The clubhouse rooms are fired up Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Today is Pitch Tank where three organizations, companies are contestants per se. Uh, they give a three-minute pitch of their product or service, and then it is uh, kind of like examined and questioned by a bunch of the top minds in automotive and tech and marketing. So it helps you think about how to think about it a little bit. Kyle, yes. talk about the companies because we have a real today we'll i was actually <laughs> i got up this morning thinking about pitch tank because i think today is one of the most dynamic days that we've had from a provider perspective we've got a a like lightning fast vehicle buying center opportunity which if you don't know used car acquisition is still a hot topic right mm -hmm. we've got an entrance into automotive for crypto financing yes you heard that right. and a well-functioning purely translated automotive Spanish website. Whoa. So like that's three things that if you're not like you should be paying attention and leaning into. So uh, yeah, really excited to, to hear. You're not those. seeing any of that stuff in press releases. I'll tell you. Right. <laughs> right? And so, yeah, I mean, we're trying to bring in the dynamic context. So it's uh, what time is it today, Kyle? 10 a.m. Eastern. 10 a.m. Eastern. You can go to a SOTU.club and you can link right to the room so you can join the conversation. We'll do a replay, um, and we'll do some stuff like that as well so you can, like, see what happened. But the best thing is when you're a part of it. And speaking of cryptocurrency, the wrong button. Stop. Ah! I am off. Brian Ortega would be so, so disappointed. Somebody get this roadcaster away from me right now. I am not in a condition to operate this thing, apparently. Um, there is a story that just broke. I read it in the Wall Street Journal uh, this morning. Is that 36 billion dollars was seized by the justice department oh. so apparently the long arm of the law has found its way into cryptocurrency uh interesting story um uh to to a millennial married couple um a 34 year old uh, man and a 31 year old woman who are also you know i guess quote unquote social media influencers but not really probably more now they got caught what did uh, somebody called them uh Bitcoin, Bonnie, and Crypto Clyde. Basically, <laughs> they hacked into a company called Bitfinex, a Hong Kong company, and stole, this was a number of years ago, and executed a program that processed like 2,000 crypto transactions. And they stole, at the time, which was $70 million worth of Bitcoin. But as everybody knows, Bitcoin spiked. Actually, the value now is about $4.5 They didn't recover all of it. They recovered $3.6 billion of it. How about that? Golly. That's wild. Yeah, actually, there was a couple uh, reports of, uh, and I think we actually put it in the email just as a quick hit, but you can go look at that if you get the email, is uh, reports of even like uh, doing um, crypto washing. So, uh, you know, NFT investors bidding and buying their own NFTs to drive the price up, right? For like a so pump and dump, yeah. Fraud is, is, alive and well in crypto as well so you know it's it's there's less uh there's less capacity for it just because of the the complexity of the algorithm but um still there Dude, when was sure. the last time like 70 million dollars was stolen from like a bank bro like that's nuts in, in batman that that then turned in <laughs> to 4.5 billion like <laughs> right, where does years. that even happen that's the next that's the whole part that's like what i wonder did, if huh? it, i wonder if that was like uh oh my gosh we're really rich or like oh my gosh they're really gonna want this back now like <laughs> right <laughs> 
and, and so what they were doing is they were like kind of like using going through this, like some money laundering and moving things around so they could right. spend some of the money but um they got caught and um that it's weird like bail is set at like four or five million but they're holding their parents homes as collateral which i thought was really weird no way but it kind of fits the millennial brand story like i mean i was like do they live now at watch home? it now watch it <laughs> I'm just saying, it, man. It. <laughs> Kyle's a millennial. No I am words. technically not a millennial, but I'm just saying, if you're thinking about this, like, since when are your parents' homes held as collateral when yeah, you commit that's a crime? Some, that's Only in a blockchain millennial heist Bonnie and Clyde story does that make any sense at all. Um, well, because there's nothing else that they can hold hostage because <laughs> everything that they, they have is all, digital, right? They have right? the crypto <laughs> wallet. Um <laughs> Ari, Ari Redbird, the, the former senior Treasury Department official, says about tracking techniques, you know, and how they found this and how they made this happen. He said, the blockchain is forever. So, yeah. like, there is a permanent, permanent. <laughs> Thank you, Nathan. You know why, Thank you. You know why it okay, matters? Boomer. Because it was mentioned in the articles. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it matters. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on. Let's pull up again. I I can't. I shouldn't be allowed to live stream today. I'm in. I'm in some kind of condition. <laughs> some some kind of mood. There you go. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about Kia. Let's talk about Kia. Um, there there was a, a pretty sizable recall that just got announced uh, for Kia and Hyundai owners. Uh, be, vehicles between a bunch of vehicles between 2014 and 2019. There's like Sedonas and Sportages and Tucsons. Uh, basically, they were like, don't park them near any buildings Anything. oh that's not even good we're going to leave that up for a minute he said seize their avocado toast this could go down a minute. i didn't make that comment um i love avocado toast by the way um um so they said don't park the vehicles near any buildings and i'm thinking like oh my gosh what if people have these parked in their like garages at nighttime like my bedroom is over my garage but basically yeah. abs modules are saying there could be get foreign contaminants um in the abs module and that could cause a short circuit. That could cause the box to catch on fire, the car to catch on fire. And so they recalled 500,000 vehicles. Uh, about 357 of them were Hyundais, and 126 of them, thousand of them were Kias. So um, I don't know. It just came up, and it's just like it's one of those things where I think they've had three reported fires. And uh, I, I thought it was interesting enough to put in the news today. So if you have one of those cars or if you're a Kia Hyundai dealer, it means several things for you. A great opportunity to get out in front of it and communicate with your customers now before they yes. get the recall notice and all that. I think it's a great opportunity to get people into service and serve them really well. Um, whenever there's a recall, I think there's Stop a there. big Stop at Stop there because, because like a couple weeks ago, we talked about how this right to repair bill is coming down the pipe oh, no right doubt, no doubt and so for hyundai kia dealers right now to be hyper aware that that's the case and that you've got 400 what five hundred thousand people with these vehicles that you have the opportunity to like invest in that as a relationship right now it's a terrible thing that this is that this is a recall that had to happen but you have the opportunity right now to like have the forward thinking mindset to make sure that everything is done so much to a T that they don't think about anything else. The next time any sort of recall or, or warranty need gets done that you're the place to go. So massive opportunity for those dealers that are paying attention. Yeah. Look, everything, right. I heard, uh, All I, was, opportunities. I was listening to a podcast this morning that was shared, shared with me by, uh, by a, a Lincoln dealer in, um, in Connecticut. And he's, it's called daily motivation and it's like releases once a week. And there, and it's just kind of like the, he he smashed it together like all these 
uh, kind of motivational speech. He makes it like so it's real linear. It's got some music. It's just a, a good four minute listen. You know what I mean on a yeah. on a drive into work. And he said, and the one I think it was Les Brown. He was like, "Don't say I'm having a bad day. Say I'm having a character building day." And there I was like, "Own that." So it's a character building. But hey, put that put that on a, a millennial's uh, 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 wall in their house with a uh, with uh, pallet wood, right? <laughs> I actually installed a pallet wall here in my office. <laughs> I was born in 79, so that puts me right in the middle, right? I'm, I'm, by the way, Nate, I'm not a boomer. Um, there you go. <laughs> I, I believe you were raised by boomers. So, um, I, I definitely was, yes, um, yes. And so, so was I, actually. Um, yeah, I was born in 79, so I'm like straddling between Gen X and the millennial generation. Like, I remember what it was like to not have a cell phone. I remember my first one, and it was like, the year I got out of college. So yes, uh, di- dying, dying breed. Um, so yeah, but all the opportunities, all the opportunities, <laughs> the comments today, the comments today, uh, the comments. Um, what, it's a great opportunity to build some character or build some customer connection, um, right. build some care and uh, you know, Keep, keep your people safe. So uh, one more article that we thought would be good to feature uh, is an article about in automotive news about Honda planning on like how they're going to keep incentive incentive dollars low as inventory comes back up. This is a conversation that, you know, Kyle, we've been hearing all over the industry. Can- Please and thank you. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be more thankful for that as a statement from them as a manufacturer. Now, Honda's always typically been kind of on the lower end of incentives. You know, you see Honda and uh, and Mazda in those ranges, like keeping incentive vehicle incentives low. You typically see American manufacturers, um, you know, with high incentives, especially on trucks and things like that. But I think that that this is good for the consumer. It's good for the dealer. It doesn't matter. It's good for the manufacturer, right? To where we know what the pricing structure is. There's not a lot of confusion because honestly, a crazy amount of incentives with a crazy, like crazy volume and um, price tag on incentives is actually confusing. Very. Right. It's like, like that's, I think about, I think about buying contacts. This is kind of weird, but like I have to buy contacts every, every year. Right. And I'm like, what are the contacts actually worth this year? Because every single time I buy contacts, there's like a 50 to $100 quote unquote rebate for those contacts. And it's like, okay, so never are the contacts worth actually what you want to retail them for. Right. They're actually worth significantly less. And so that's that's prevailing across our industry. And and I don't think it has to be. I think that that we should let the vehicle stand uh, stand on its own. And if we're going to price a car, we're going to price a car, right? I mean, that's the whole, it actually gets to an article we were talking about before we didn't include it. It'll probably be in tomorrow's email, um, tomorrow's email, maybe with the show, well, we'll talk about it today, is that on the front page of the Wall Street Journal business section, print edition, there's an article about um, GM and Ford n- urging dealers not to charge over MSRP, right? And we've been talking about this whole issue, right. but it ties right in. And this is like, it's not a secret anymore. Right to consumers, like oh, it's it's the game. No, it's on the front page of the Wall Street Journal business section. Right, right. it's the, this is actually spurring a healthy conversation about what is MSRP, educating people about it, and let's not get back into the incentive world where we start screwing up the stability of an MSRP. 
you know, right. because now we have a, a great reset button that we're like, yep. let's make it the standard. And, uh, you know, that takes obviously inventory discipline production on the manufacturer's part, dealer discipline on the retail side to not try to, you know, like play games with it. And, you know, this is one of those things, if we can have a coordinated effort, like you said, I think it'll be better for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I, you know, like I love the the one price mentality, but also I don't think that we're like we ever have to completely get rid of negotiation uh, scenarios, right? Because like houses are constantly under negotiation, so I don't think that like that's going to completely get get out of our industry. But um, I think that like limiting that, making it more clear, and giving giving customers a better understanding of what pricing standards are is going to be a good thing for our industry. So true. Well, thanks for spending some time with us. I got that trigger button right. So you have the right music playing. Thank you so much for being here. Join Pitch Tank. Sign up for the email. We'll see you at Sodu.club in just a couple hours. I'm getting the drop right. <laughs> <laughs>